We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. We have, uh, if we were to check our lineup stats on this lineup for an MHB podcast, it would have zero minutes, which makes me very excited because this is, uh, this is like that secret lineup that like everybody asks the coach to play, but they never play. But finally, it gets busted out, right? There's no film on it. We're ready to terrorize. On the left of me, if you're watching on twitch.tv slash MIHeatBeat, and if you're a podcast listener, I always implore you to check out the Twitch chat. Also, if you're a YouTube viewer, you want to catch us live, what are you doing? We tweet out the the, the links on MIA Heatbeat, uh, our schedule and everything. So check us out on Twitter so you can know when we go live. The great Tiffany Meeks. Hello, hello, hello. How you doing, Tiff? I'm good. How are you, G? We're doing good. It's a nice day. It's uh, There's sun out while we're doing a pod. I always like that. It's always nice to have some sun. I got rain. On the bo- you got rain? Mm-hmm. It rained here pretty bad last night. Could you uh, some rain? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that voice you hear on the bottom of the screen, the one and only Siobhan. How What's are up? you? Hey, G. <clears throat> hey, Tiff. What's, What's up, going on? What's up? How are we doing? Uh, this- Tiff, they missed you on hangover time last night. Yeah, I, the first the first uh, couple of minutes had me screaming <laughs> in the car. <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh, for those of you who don't know, the drink that brass chose is a Negroni, and uh, it was you know it was a sad state that Tiff wasn't there to to <laughs> poke fun at poor brass. I tried it for you. I, I brought it up. I started it for you. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. yo, this Tiff is the this is the uh, fast break lineup. Oh man, we might get a layup out of this. Oh come on, let's get it. Let's, let's get it. Get in transition. Let's go. Um, <laughs> So we have a couple of things to get to. I'm actually really excited for the show. So we haven't done a pod. We've done hangover times. We haven't done like a like an MHP proper uh, since before the Laker game. I was on a Thursday and we don't do pods over the weekend. So this is our really our first chance for me to react to the Oladipo stuff. And real quick, I mean, there's been a lot of reporting going around. And I know that he's waiting on a second opinion and it might be shin splints. And the, there was a kind of a weird article that Barry put out today that, you know, the heat kind of put out there that it's a pain tolerance thing which brought me kind of Justice Winslow flashbacks and how they kind of framed his injury. Now, if you remember, he had that concussion in Denver, which is kind of funny, like we're staring at playing in Denver in a couple of days, yeah. the parallels. So Justice had the concussion and never came back in. And then there was a kind of a of some media leaks of, you know, the, the pain tolerance and this and that. So that was something interesting to me. Um, but I think ultimately, and Tiff, maybe, I don't know how you feel about this. Like, I think if they get Vic back, like in some sort of at least even a 70% capacity, that would be like a surprise. 
Yeah, I also think that um, if he's 70%, he shouldn't come back. He might want to because of the contract year, and that might be a decision I, that the I, organization I, might I think, have to make for Well, him. I think he needs to be smarter than that because yeah. if he's at 70%, that means he's at a 90% risk chance of getting injured, right? Like, he's not healthy if he's 70%. And to be honest, I don't think he's 70%. So why would you risk any future earnings based on the rest of this season. It's like, you, you know, it's like you got to go, if, if you got to sit it out and get healthy, sit it out and get healthy because there's always going to be a need for a healthy guard like Vic. Yeah. That's it. He plays defense. Yeah. 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 At that position that that's. Look at how he was playing when he got injured. Look at that game from start until the point where he got injured. He yeah. was a dog on both ends of the court. There's always a team that needs that man. So yeah. I wouldn't, if I'm him and I'm, less than 90% and even 90% is pushing it with the injuries that he's had. So and, let's be honest. Go ahead. And, Siobhan. and that's the thing, the injuries he's had, right? Like it's not even, he's at a fresh 70%. This is him. This would be him trying to hope to get back to 70 after having come off of big injuries. Um, and, and, you know, and this would be, you know, in the, the most ramped up part of the year. Like this is, you know, the final stretch where we're trying to, you know, push and get into round off into playoff shape. Right. So if he's, you know, struggling to get to 70, which is a little bit of a diminished 70 because of his injury history. And it's the, you know, you know, the grittiest, you know, you know, stretch of the season. Um I, I don't think it's worth it. I think, you know, like Tiff said, there is always going to be a need for a big style guy. If he can just be an approximation of of himself, which we saw him rounding out, you know, to be. He was getting downhill. The defense was there from the first game. Um, so <clears throat> I don't I think it would be very short sighted of him mm-hmm. to, you know, try to force himself um, through a, a, a discomfort um the particular type of discomfort that I think he's, you know, actually dealing with. And let's also remember the organization that we're kind of talking about. Right. And I, I don't remember if this was in reference to Winslow or Hassan when somebody in the heat leaked out, uh, he's no Udonis, right. Cause UD and Zoe and these guys set kind of a standard of playing through pain that while, you know, the warrior mentality and all that, there's, you know, merit and credit to those guys who really pushed through and made the decision for their bodies Right. Because they, they knew. Right. And I think that they might expect that out of other dudes. And everyone's not, you know, Dwayne Wade, who has a yeah. cachet to say, yeah, I'm I'm not playing these games because yeah. I'm Wade and I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Right. So I kind of worry the organization from that. But they've shown in the past, like with Chris Bosh, they really made the decision for him when he wanted to get back on the court. They're like, no, this is dangerous. You're not doing this. Yeah. Right. Right. So, you know, you just got to hope that the organization and Vic make the best decisions uh, for him. But I want to kind of pivot to how this affects them and and not too much because we've talked about this on on the various MHP platforms. And, you know, I think we all have we've all been taked to death by Oladipo. But my biggest thing was, okay, well, all eyes on Goran Dragic now. Right. Like, I think Dragic becomes their most important player because we know we're going to get out of Jimmy and Bam. Right. Like, that's not a question mark. We know if anything, you know, we're gonna, we might we can expect maybe a little more out of Jimmy. You know, maybe the cape has to come on every game uh, in the playoffs. And uh, Bam, I think, you know, we kind of know what he is. But Dragic, for them to reach a level that they can, you know, I don't I think kind of the finals is out of the picture at this point. Um, but if you want to win a round or two in the playoffs, I think it's going to come down to can Dragic find whatever's left in his tank? Because I don't think there's a lot. Yeah. Can he find what's left and give them a three-week stretch? Well, not even what he was last playoffs, but give him a three-week stretch where he can hit some threes and create some action downhill in isolation and using a screen. And their season, I think, is going to rely on that. And I'm gonna and, and I'm gonna say, I actually think it relies on Hero. Interesting, yeah. And um, I had someone else different too. Go ahead with you. <laughs> um, I because um, I just don't know what what Goran's going to do at this point. I honestly don't know what's left. That's fair. Um, and you know, you hope he got that that reserve tank somewhere, but it's going to be hard to. It's going to first of all, it's going to be hard for him to get healthy at this point if he's if he's going to play minutes. 
there is no rest because as we see with this team, there's no rest. So I don't know when and if he's going to get healthy. So I, I honestly think that that reliance should go out the window and anything that he gives is extra. Yep. I think at this point, if, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to bring Tyler off the bench as a six man, he's got to step up his scoring. He's got to, he's got to, he's got to bring those turnovers down. Um, and he's going to have to, you know, keep doing what he did uh, last night and go forward with his positional defense. Tiff, to your point, do you don't want to guess what the Heat's second most used action is? What is it? Tyler Hero, pick and roll. There you go. More than Duncan handoff, more than Duncan catch and shoot, more than Dragic pick and roll, and shockingly more than Bam as a roll man. Hero pick and roll is their second most used action. Yeah, it's because he can't create space. So he has to, he needs that. He needs that. Oh, no, that's what it is. And so, so, all right. So, G, you said, you said Gorn. Tiff, you said Tyler. I agree with you, Tiffany, about why it can't be going for all those exact reasons. I think that dependency, that reliance, truthfully should have been out the window from the organizational standpoint um, at the start of the season. He shouldn't have been someone that we were literally reliant on production. His all everything that he gave gave us um, or has been able to give us should have been looked at from the onset of the season as gravy, right? right Sprinkles right. and cherries. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Kendrick. Mm. I think, I think that because he's going to have to be in that starting point guard, um, role, um, and because we've seen him do it. And I think he looks a little bit more, more settled now. I think there's going to be a little bit, and there should be a little bit reliance on him, um, have a little bit more consistent offensive impact um but he also has we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So, you know, fight and maintain that the effort that we, you know, saw all of them play with last game defensively. Um, so, but Tyler would have been my second person. <laughs> Tyler would have been my second person. But I, I, I think I think an effective Kendrick Nunn helps them. I don't know that he gives them quite what we, you know, think the name Vic gives us and, um, you know, hope that he would have been able to give us. Hopefully he still can. But I think he still gives them something that, you know, they need. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball player strikes out when the bases are loaded. The best golfer sometimes three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. And the whole process is discreet and straightforward. Get Getting started is simple. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete the online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 to get $15 off your first month. Look, that's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get to roman.com slash heatbeat21. 
Beat 21. Go get started to save $15 on your first month of treatment. I I don't disagree with the Tyler thing. I think Ken, I think depending on Kendrick is asking to find gold uh, in a place where there's no gold. I, I think that he might give you a five-game stretch where he's awesome, but I, I think history will kind of show that more likely than not, it, it's 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 not who he is over the now. If they can find that, that'd be different. But I I wouldn't bet on that. The See, Tyler what that, thing. But why I didn't say Tyler is because he I think he while he's been a little up and down up here a bit, I think he has been fairly steady in what um, has been needed to to have come out of him, I think for, for me, you know, since he was moved to the bench. Um, yeah, there have been peaks and valleys in that, um, you know, along this stretch. But I think right. um, I think he's been pretty much where he's going to be. It's I think Tyler. I'm asking. Yeah, I think I'm, I am asking Kendrick to kind of give me a little bit more. Not, you know, 18 and eight, you know, or anything like that. But, you know, 12 and five. I don't know. Just like give me something respectable. I agree with that. And that's kind of why I wouldn't go Tyler because I think he's been who he is. I think he has the most variance in terms of being, as Eric Reed likes to say, ignitable. Yeah. I think that's kind of what he adds because we haven't seen him. I, I, well, though he's been shooting the ball while so straight in line. Like, Tyler. But you need to, okay. cons- but the, the thing about it is, is that if you're saying to me, we don't know what we're going to get from Gore night in and night out, someone, other yeah. than Jimmy and other than Bam, has to score. They have to. You can't. You can't. You can't rely on eight people every night to be in double figures. Yeah. Someone has to be that reliable consistent. third consistent score who yeah. can score on all three levels. Yeah. Someone. Yeah. So well, that's what they miss with Goron because last year that's what. But he that's was. the whole point. So yeah, Goron can't do it. I honestly think Tyler can do it. Now, can yeah. he stay on the? Uh, now, can he stay on the court because of his defensive lack of prowess? Is a different right. question. Right. But I think he can do it. And I here's agree. the other thing. Let's be honest. If you can't rely on someone, why the hell are they on the team? Why are they here? Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm not asking you to go move mountains, but I'm asking you to do your job to do who's a mismatch. No, I'm saying like they have like a mismatch. Oh, oh, they do. They do. Guys that you can't rely on. Assortment of players. (laughs) They do. It's like a, it's like a, you pick a name out of a hat. Who at best, who at best help fill in each other's holes, but still have their own holes present. Right. I mean, other than Jimmy and Bam, I mean, it's really rush. And I think, I think Duncan has been, I, yes. I, I guess prior to the trade deadline, you could have said he, he was kind of in that no show list. But I think since then, he's been pretty consistent. Yeah, but I think it, after I think Jimmy so. and Bam, it's like, yeah. a, it's well, not that he's a no show, but he's not. I'm, I He's he's affecting he's, the game. enough. Yeah. You know what you're going to get. Like you could say, all right, I'm going to get anywhere between three to six threes a night. Right. Mm-hmm. But when when you're wide open for that mid range shot, I need you to hit it. Yes. And not force that pass underneath to Bam when he's not ready or not kick it back out to Jimmy when he's not in a good position to even shoot the ball. Like we need you to hit that mid range. You're wide open shots. I need you. I need you to knock those down. You are a goddamn marksman with six hands in your face. But like the the couple times you do get a clean look, I, I, I need you to tight stuff like that up not He's big taken things one mid-range shot since the trade deadline <laughs> no but he they're there I mean, he's he's taking he's oh, taking like a lot of layups. Yes, uh, and he's he's taking that, one he's taking one mid-range shot. But it's there. It's there it for him there. every single it night. Is. I'm not What's mad the, at him. I'm sorry. He's taking two. He's taking two. And and he's just there passing out of it. What's the? Do you know what their like best? What's their best offensive lineup is? Um, that varies I mean, because they've played so many right, lineups so many that lineups. they have no consistency. Mm-hmm. It was the starting lineup of like Olenek with Bam, Jimmy, um, I think Dragic and Duncan. I think that was the best one. Uh, but it's, I do think like, so their offense has been 13th since the trade deadline. Yeah. That's which the I think I is promising during the game yesterday or whenever the game was. 
which is good. And kind of going back to Goron, you know, that has been buoyed by Tyler and Duncan. Like, I think specific because like Jimmy is not really doing much else. If anything, like, you know, Jimmy had a really good game against the Blazers. And I don't Tiff. Do you feel like that was a laboring performance from Jimmy? I felt like that was no pretty easy. No. And that's what you want. You want him nope. to have the next how many games are there? 20 left? Something like that. Something yeah. Like yeah. yeah. So you want him to have like 15 games where he can kind of yep. set up tempo, but coast throughout the game. Mm-hmm. And other and and pepper the ball around and let let Bam get into his mid range and then let him get into his fadeaway hit Duncan with you know some threes like you want Jimmy to coast these next however many games so realistically if none is starting none's got to he's got to get into double figures every yeah. night like yeah, there's there that's yeah. I know it that's, sounds crazy G but <laughs> he has to you got to you got to ask him to that's what their I, aspirations are what they are then you got to count on him to do you know what mm-hmm. big boy shit you know yep yep big boy shit uh, that's somebody, what I'm asking Player attacker nine 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 says vibe and survive. Am I right? It's kind of a funny way to put it, but yeah. And um, it's, and and when Jimmy's are able to put up, you know, um, you know, not these laboring or not having to labor, you know, through these games, um, we kind of see what he's able to to do for his offense, right? Like his jump shot looked so so technically sound, like so sturdy. So his legs were up under him. Cool. I'll save that. I have a whole thing about that. Uh, I want to pivot real quick. I do want to kind of close with the Goron thing. They so they've gone to 13th since the trade deadline and their defense has slipped a little bit. And I think that's a a product of kind of playing more Tyler and Duncan uh, because they're playing better on offense. So, you know, that that that's a trade off that you're always going to take. But I think the defense has still been really good and they've played a lot of really good offensive teams. But so they've gone up to 13th with their shooting kind of coming back. And Ariza still is not where you think he can be. So let's just say Ariza gets to a place where he's like a, a decent shooter and not in the, in the mid-20s. The What's left is somebody who can create in pick and roll and put pressure on the rim. And Kendrick is just not Kendrick is not that guy. He can do a lot of things on the court, but he can't self-create off that unless like it's like off secondary or third actions. Dragic is the only guy that they have other than Jimmy and, and Oladipo that can legit ISO, pick and roll, get to the cup, and has the threat of the step back. And I don't, Tiff, I'm with you. I don't know if that guy ever plays basketball again. Like that version of him. I don't know. And I think it's a safe bet to say no. But he provides them the pillar of offense that they need to get back to a place where you're like, oh, they're dangerous. Not title good because a lot has gone wrong for them this season. Uh, survive and vibe, right? But he really gives them that extra pillar of their offense that they just have not had. And I was kind of, you know, not to take a shot at the great Zach Lowe, but I, I kind of did not like on his podcast with Doris Burke, which, by the way, I'm like a huge Doris Burke stand. Listen to that podcast. It's like incredible. And just to hear somebody love basketball as much as she does, as smart as she is, it's just a delight when people like that cover our sport. I love it. Um, but Lowe said they're missing Jay Crowder a lot. And I feel like that's been the national narrative because it's the easiest thing to point to. Right. Yeah. But I'm like, I think they've gotten enough out of that position and yep. their defense has been awesome. Yeah, and maybe their shooting has suffered, and and he really provides that, and as a kind of a secondary handoff guy when they try to hide centers on him. But the Dragic thing to me is the biggest story for them, right? Like that's what they've lost. Well, I think because you know everybody overlooks what he means to them on the court. Let's just be honest. Everybody overlooks Gorn and his value to them on the court. I think personally, like. The, the fact that is true where they miss Jay more than anything is his toughness. They miss that. And it's evident when they play, when they play like the go bears and the, and, and the big guys underneath, mm-hmm. like it's, it's his toughness. They miss because since we've made a few moves and things have slowed down, the offense is fine. And 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 Ariza and Iggy and anybody else that's filling in and doing all those things, they're giving you the combination of the offense that you got from Jay. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. but it's that toughness that they that that is solely missed underneath that basket next to Bam. Yeah. And I think Recon I think, 97 chat says Miami needs a dog. And yeah. to Siobhan's point, that's what you've said all year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like we, literally that exact phrase. Yeah, no, we've been needing some dogs. Jimmy's yeah. the only, we got like one and a half and a broken, a dog with a bag. We got a dog we, and some puppies. You know, some little babies. Um, yeah, Happy I think. Happy National Pet Day. <laughs> Happy <laughs> Puppy Heats. Um, no, Tiff is absolutely right. Um, the combination of what you've been able to, to generate out of um, and Ariza and yeah, Iggy's and and even to an extent, um, you know, when Kelly was here, you know, Kelly had his limitations, but he like it or not. And it may be, you know, we just don't want to like it. But you point this out all the time, like they were a better team with Kelly Olenek on the floor. And so we've we've gotten enough, <clears throat> um, I think, you know, over the stretch to 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 say that whatever Jay was giving us offensively has been you know, accounted for, um, toughness. Absolutely. Um, some, just some grit, some, you know, some doggedness about them. Um, and you know, that's, that's not really a a quantifiable skill, but it's absolutely, you know, it's noticeable. Like, you know, you, we see what it looks like times where, you know, I've called the team gutless. That's the type of things I'm talking about. You know, like we just, we get pushed around a lot. Um, but, you know, I, I, I would disagree that, you know, at least at this point in this season, maybe we did a, a while ago, right, but right. I would disagree that at this point in the season, you know, Jay That's, Crowder is what, not the reason. I, I, <laughs> shit, not. I miss DJ more than I miss Jay. So do I. Damn. Yeah. That's so do I. As, 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 know, oh, as, I love as, DJ. Because he could, DJ. he could lock down a guard. He gave you, he had an energy, <laughs> energy a motor life. Like, Life you, springy shot yes. blocking. I, I was still, anti-DJ. We know why do I why do I feel like you were and I didn't yeah. even why do it. you think I'm anti-DJ? Let's I think it's an obvious thing, it's but why do you he can't I, there's, shoot there's two reasons why I'm anti-DJ. One of them is why I can't shoot. What's the other reason? Is he skinny? Is it because he's late in games, bigger guys use him like a rag. And I'll never forget <laughs> it was <laughs> No, hold on, he's wait. skinny. So yes, so because so, he's, he's yeah, skinny. He's, no, like we talk about size, and like he has like the length. Yes, and that's why he can like kind of switch onto a guard, and you'll survive. Yeah. But like I, I, and he could jump over anybody. But yeah. I remember against the Lakers and against the Clippers in Miami, late in games, in both times he had to box out for a rebound, and God bless his soul, he tried. He was young. Listen. Shit, I remember this season at the uh, fucking at the Lakers, he stuffed LeBron twice and was <laughs> good but money see, with it. I'm happy for him. The the key to what you said, G, is he tried. He tried. Because we, we can watch some of our players not try. Yeah. And yeah. the rebound goes right past him. So yeah. he tried. But back to what you were saying. Um, Somebody said my takes are crap. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> if if uh, there's no Vic and um, Gorn isn't <sighs> some sort of co- carbon copy of what he was. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's 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 trouble in the small town. <laughs> they have a lot to replace and they don't really have good options. And that's why I think a lot of the year has been us discussing which is their best bad option, you know, which is their best suboptimal option. Yeah, because they've really um, and then Vic was supposed to be the guy. It's like, OK, we fixed it. And yeah. and I feel bad for him, like just like on a personal note, like yeah. uh, the dude wanted to be here yeah. so badly. And if he doesn't play another game for them because of his injury, I think it's probably unlikely they keep him. Yeah. Um, I think for sure they renounce his, his cap hold, yeah. uh, which means that they can't sign him over the cap and they're going to be maneuvering in a tight situation. So he he may like have played four games here and that's it, which sucks because yeah. he's clearly wanted to be here. Um. He, it looked like he was happy and he was kind of finding him his footing and that just really sucks. Um, yeah. I don't want to make it, I don't want to make the show too doom and gloom. I just want to, <laughs> we did, we haven't talked, I haven't talked Vic on the pod and I, it's just something I've been wanting to do. So Siobhan brought this up earlier. Um, Jimmy's jump shot 
has been such a difference. He looks good right now. He looks he's shooting good like in his right last like 10 games or whatever. He's like at 50% from mid-range. Killing dudes. Remember how like we were questioning last season like does he have the does he have the wrist is the wrist still bothering him? He's is he getting lift? No questions about that this season. He's even taking more threes. Yeah. Which yeah. I like. Yes. Uh he's not just like ignoring that part of the game right, and he'll yeah. take them which i think is good for him yes. also kind of gets him in a rhythm you know forces mm-hmm. guys to stay honest but i mean the stuff that he's doing in the post on the turnarounds i really like mm-hmm. when he really gets to his spots and that to me is like okay my guy's revving up for the playoffs when mm-hmm. he has to mismatch hunt and he gets one of these smaller dudes on him mm-hmm. and let's go it's the torture chamber because he he's a physical strong I don't even want to call him a power wing, but he's like at that line where he's just going to bully smaller dudes completely. I mean, we saw it in the playoffs. I mean, poor George Hill. I mean, he's still probably in an ice bath (laughs) from what Jimmy did in the playoffs. Uh, And Siobhan, like for me, that is such that wasn't their last regular season. And if if he's going to be like an elite mid range shooter, I feel a little bit different about this team. Yep. So, oh, God. You just said so many things. Yes, I agree. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's perfectly fine. I love it all. So, yes, I agree with the last thing where you left off at. Yeah, if, if he can find this level of consistency um, through the rest of, you know, the rest of the regular season, it does make me personally also um, change a little bit how I feel about, you know, maybe this team's potential. Um I think you're right. We didn't see this type or this maybe ease um, in his offense this at this juncture of the season last season. You know, of course, he rounded off into playoff Jimmy, but he seems to be trying to get into a little bit of a lather here a little bit earlier. Um, I think maybe he he understands, you know, what is going to, you know, maybe be asked of him <laughs> again. And God bless his soul. Um, pacing himself. Pacing himself. Yeah, but you're absolutely right, man. Like, it's the the way he's kind of been diversifying um, the you know his shot taking portfolio like the he's getting you know all three levels he's not a prolific long range shooter by any stretch um, but it is important that he takes them and the ones that he are he's taking you know his legs are fully under him his 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 shoulders and his body posture up in his his um and his upper body is spectacular his fucking body control is incredible i tweeted about that the other day top three body control in the holy debate the muscles you can't find um like he's he's awesome and he's strong he's physical but he isn't like you said not wanting to call him like a power or anything but he just plays with a level of just toughness because his body is constituted in a way they can take it he's a bully Yes. Yeah. He's a bully in the best. He's sense a positional possible. bully. Yep. Yeah. But in the best sense possible, he's a bully. Yeah. And and that's what you, you know, like you can watch him play and no, he's not, he's not as gifted as like a KD, you know, but let's be realistic. If, if physicality came into play, physically KD is not giving you the same thing Jimmy's giving you. Right. You know, and the one thing people just don't talk about is that this this man is is dragging everybody on this team with him. It's no player left behind. He's got confidence in every single player on that bench when they go in the game. And that's like we can talk about what he did in the finals. We can talk about his shooting. We could talk about all those things. But those players are playing well because yeah. he believes in them. Yeah. Like that, and people don't talk about that enough. Yeah, he's, he's such a willing. He's such a willing off-ball player too mm-hmm. to help those other dudes. Like for a guy, and it's very Wade-esque for a guy that's not a good like three-point shooter or catch-and-shoot guy. The way he affects the game off-ball for his teammates is just—it's huge. Mm-hmm. Like a superstar is doing mm-hmm. that, right? Like who mm-hmm. can't shoot, right? He's like he's. I think we've said it before, Siobhan. He's sheer power of will. Because he understands that he can't shoot. So yeah, he's he like, knows he's, it. he knows his game. He's not one of these dudes that's trying to be anything other than who he is because right. being who he is has gotten him to okay. where he is now. And, and with the respect and, you know, with the love of the organization that he, you know, 
feels for too. And so there, there's no, like, there's no, you're not really getting any bullshit in his game. He's, right. he knows what he's good at and what he isn't. And so he works at other things to still be able to be impactful. Right. Well, and look at it this way, you know, anybody can laugh and you can say, Jimmy can't whatever. <laughs> and at the end of the night, Jimmy's sitting at 26, seven and five. And if he really, really wanted to, Jimmy can't shoot. Okay, tell exactly. let put Jimmy in the gym for a tired summer working on nothing but his right. shot. I bet you Jimmy Butler comes right. out and could be torching people. Like there's nothing that he actually can't do. It's just things that he doesn't do well. Right. Yet or now or you know, <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm laughing because Shmeen this moment in the chat says while asking a question, G will mix in four of his different takes. Quite the right. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. It's like I'm mixing the drink right. and I spill it and I give it to you and I'm like, here you go. Listen, and we, and we 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 here garnish. with you. Yeah, then. Hey, Smith then. Uh, it's a take cocktail. So before, so like for the whole season, Jimmy's shooting 38% from mid-range. The last 10 games, 60%. Which, again, it's kind of the revving up, playing. And I think these last 10 games, I think for the most part, it hasn't been put on the Cape Jimmy. Nope. I think it's been mostly you know, kind of pick my spots. Let me, you know, okay, we need a little run in the third. I got you. But it's not, you know, that Jimmy where it's like, okay, well, if he's not doing everything, then what the fuck is going on? Right. Yeah. And I think that's positive for him and for the team. And, you know. I think it's it's a big positive for Bam because it, it it's allowing Bam to move a little bit more freely on the floor. And he's not looking as hesitant to take those shots. Now he's, he's getting it. He's making a move. He's letting it fly. Um, I, I wish he'd like do it a little sooner in the game. Yes. Um, because he's so focused on getting everyone else involved and you know, most nights, no one's guarding Bam. There's, there is no one that can guard Bam straight up on the floor. He's quicker than just about everybody on the floor, but you know, he's, he's, he's that guy. He's looking to get everybody else involved. And by the third quarter, he starts to come on, but I, I think they need a little bit more from him in that first quarter. They do. To your point, like not only is he not being, not only is he not being guarded, you know, in in you know, close proximity when he's moving, like when he's rolling, He's still mm-hmm. not being touched, he, but he he's he's moving so mechanical sometimes, like like the way that he mechanically runs the, you know, the DHOs. He'll mechanically set a screen. And then when he does, you know, dive to the rim, that's all that he's thinking about. Like mm-hmm. th- there are so many times where he can just like half roll and just settle into like that gap in the zone. Fucking Precious does it a lot mm-hmm. too. Like and and these are the types of things that kind of I'm, I don't feel like, you know, as fans asking more of Bam, for me personally, it's, it's stuff like this. Like, I'm not asking you necessarily to go down and, and bang more all the time. I do want you to get a post game, but even in the way that you already have your game and, you know, you know, hit your jump shots, look for more chances where you have them to take them. And I think, you know, there are, they're plentiful. Mm-hmm. So, but what does this year three for Bam? Yeah. Yes. Let's not. Yep. Let's, and let's keep that in perspective. Let's yeah. keep that in perspective. And let's also keep it like he feels I like like Siobhan, you say the word mechanical and I feel like it's programmed, right? Like he yes. is he's programmed to do these things. And I mm-hmm. think and remember early on in his heat tenure, uh, he was kept on. Um, I don't want to say leash, but he was they yeah. were very conservative with how they used him. Right. Right. And we knew we knew the ball skills. Right. Like we, we saw flashes of the ball skill. But his rookie year, like we it was very strictly, bam, you are going to screen up top and roll. And that's what your role is today. And, you know, I, I think somebody tweeted out the other day, like Jokic was averaging like 15 points or something like the year before uh, mm-hmm. he went to the Western Conference Finals. Right. So let's not, you know, th- let's not like lose our, our yep. kind of perspective with him. He's on the rise. Um, he's probably not going to make an all NBA team this year. It might make an all defense team. But the fact that he's in these conversations so young yeah, in a league right. that has Embiid, Anthony Davis, yeah. you know, Jokic, you know, even Rudy. Spoke has to look to open it up a little bit for him. Yeah, because it's not lost perspective. If I know you can shoot it, I want you to shoot it. It's that it's we see greatness. Yeah, we know it's there, and it's okay for him to wave Duncan off and take the shot. 
It's okay. Like he, he has earned that right to say, Mm -hmm. I'm taking the shot. Like he has, especially like the way he carried us in that Boston series. And the way that he's been paid. Yes. The way he's been playing and the way he's been paid. He's earned it. it. Um, So I don't think it's lost perspective. I just think that do it now. So we don't have to worry about it. Game four, round one. Do it now. Just take it. No, I like hit or miss. I like seeing him take those open shots. I do because his touch is immaculate. It's phenomenal. It is. It's it's almost too too feathery. Yes. It pisses me off sometimes. It's so feathery. How many guys his size can legit guard him one on one? (laughs) Is it like AD and I don't know. Like LeBron. Maybe yeah, LeBron and is that it? Like, 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 like legit. Like, if Bam is like an like, actualized person right. that comes A- AD, to this LeBron, moment. maybe Kevin. I don't think there's five people in the league. Oh, he'll he'll roll KD. Yeah. He's KD's not strong enough. Like, Bam has like the physical. <laughs> if gift. he uses like, his physical tools, yes, see. Because like Embiid's not, he has quick to enough. put it all together. He got to put it all together. That's what I'm saying. Rudy's he has quick enough. He no, has Rudy's all the not. things. Oh, he lights Rudy up. Yeah. <laughs> I I love listen my one of my fa- I know that we all are Rudy Rudy Gobert slanders. I love when somebody gets him in space and he looks ridiculous. Uh, Chris Paul did it at that Phoenix Utah yeah. game, and I know oh how much gosh. we love our CP3. I I I love it. I love that shit so much. CP3 is like, where is he? The Dallas Give game. Give me his ass. The Dallas game. The last time that um they played Dallas, the dude Dorian Finney Smith. Oh, yeah. he's from here. He's from the area. Shout out his sister. And his he's family. really good. Shout out Monjay. He's been huge for Dallas. He has yes. been. So he had like his career high against them the other day. And his quote was, oh, I knew basically I knew I was going to get off when they put Rudy on me. Like this man told the press <laughs> that I knew I was going to have a career night when they put the depoy on me. Like people are <laughs> torching Rudy. I love it. I don't think anybody likes him. <laughs> I don't, think he's only- <laughs> I don't know, man. He's he's good. Like he's a very good defender, but he's yeah. he's very he's flawed. He well, and because he can be schemed off the floor. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and he's your and he's their best defense defensive player. So if your best defensive player can be schemed off the floor, that's a problem. Whereas Bam, you can well, never scheme him off the floor because he's yeah. guarding one through five. Yeah. And what he does on offense, and because sometimes how you mm-hmm. scheme Rudy is you just, you know, you, you make him an ineffective offensive player and mm-hmm. bam, you know, he, he can't, he's too good. Bam makes himself ineffective. Right. Right. He's his own worst enemy. He is. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Get out of his head. So G go ahead and hit me with some, uh, precious talk. Ooh. I'm excited for this <laughs> because, and I, I tweeted out a video uh, on my Twitter account at Genavos103. I was proud of him. I thought he did really I thought he did a great job tracking the guards on switches and on traps. I think, you know, it's it's tough for a young guy, especially as a big in this league, because when you're a when you're a big man, you're responsible, especially in the heat defense, you're responsible for a lot. Yep. You're responsible because you are going to switch or you're going to trap and you need to have that first rotation set. You need to anticipate really well. And then you got to make sure that you get back to rebound. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot if you're a young guy and a lot if you're a young, undersized guy. And in the heat offense, you're asked to do a lot as well. You're asked to trigger almost every every set starts with a handoff or some down screen or like all this air or nonsense triggered by a big man <laughs> for the most part uh, up top in that little. Right. So all eyes on you. And it's tough. And he's he's not look good. Right. And, and that's well documented. I thought yesterday was a very interesting choice by going precious over Bayletia because Jimmy and Bayletia, uh, I've as I've tweeted out, their offense is like through the roof. They have like, what is it, a 140 offensive rating when they play together, uh, which is just batshit crazy because Jimmy plus stretch big equals profit. Yeah. And, you know, the defense has been okay. I think that they've mitigated a lot of that by putting really good plus defenders around Bayletia and kind of hide him as much as he can. But yeah. precious got the nod yesterday. A quicker blazer team um, with a lot of guards that can really hurt you off the dribble. And they trusted him to switch and to trap. And I don't know if this is going to earn Precious a spot back in the rotation. But I do think that if he's going to play well, the best version of themselves is him backing a BAM over Bailey And I don't know how you guys feel, but as a guy who can dive to the rim, who's a very active defender... And who could help those guards that aren't good defenders because Tyler and Dragic are going to come off the bench. I think that that's the best version of themselves if we get a precious like that. 
You yeah. said the best version of himself. I'm I'm gonna you said the best best version of himself is that if he's backing Bam and not Belly. I can be something yeah, like for- if yeah, because you, so they're going to use him helping. as a backup five. Because he, yeah, G's basically okay. saying because the if you think about it, the guards coming off the bench, they need that help on defense. Yes, yeah, um, especially without Vic, and I think that's yeah. like, and that yes. might have played into it because mm-hmm. before, yep, and they had, and which kind of like makes me sad because that Laker game, you kind of saw they were going okay, let's go Dragic, Hero, Vic, Belicia, mm-hmm. Jimmy, and let's go three guards, Jimmy and Belicia, and let's 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 get cooking. Which I, I really like that from Spoke because they're like, hey, let's get some offense. Let's let's mash these second units with all we have and let's give the starters and bam lead to protect. And yeah. that sucks that we never got to see yeah. that. But without Vic, now all of a sudden, you know, you don't have that luxury of bringing that guard off the bench. So when you get that one five pick and roll, you know, instead of kind of cheating and getting Vic in there, now it's always going to be Dragic or Tyler. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be, you know, I, I'm hoping, uh, you know, I, I, I've been saying that Precious hit the wall. You know, he's a rookie. He hit the wall and he's going to have to find a way to crawl through it. But it'll probably be situational with Spo. If we're pl- playing a big lumbering team, then we're going to get some belly. But yep. if we're playing teams that are quick, that have multiple guards like Portland, then, you know, we'll get some precious, which I'm not mad at if Spoh's going to yeah. be situational about it. But you want, you know, on either night, you want both of them to be playing well because yeah. you're going to need both of them to. And I'm not just talking about scoring, but I mean, just rebounding, helping with the defense, like you said, trapping, getting down the court. That's yeah. another thing, because sometimes we look a little slow getting back on defense. A lot. <laughs> We look slow in transition offense. They don't too. have fast guys. No. Vic was like one of their faster dudes. Like they don't have zip. Yo, we we look like not we look like a grade school team running like that that fast break where it's like nobody cuts to nobody runs down the middle, nobody runs to the corners. It's just like a bunch of people running. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Tiff, I, that's a good point. Like, so Jimmy is molasses, right? Jimmy moves at Jimmy. Jimmy's in Jimmy land. Right. Jimmy is Jimmy <laughs> truly moves. Did you see the video of Jimmy in the Formula One car? Yeah. <laughs> it's if, if you haven't seen it, uh, chat, go to, by the way, shout out to Curtis Hero. He's given a couple uh, gifted subs. We love and appreciate that. Jimmy is in this Formula One car and it's on the Formula One official Twitter account. And Jimmy, this guy is like this professional race driver is driving fast and Jimmy is losing his shit as uh, as I feel like any of us would. It's a scary way. Jimmy doesn't move fast in life. Jimmy moves slow. Dragic, you know, can't move fast. Aged out of quickness. Um, I think Kendrick is a mover. Tyler, white guy, not fast mover. Duncan, you know, Duncan moves side to side quickly. You know, not not uh, runs in place. <laughs> <He> runs in <laughs> place. <laughs> you know, they don't they don't got quick dudes. Yeah. Bam, you know, I, it would be fun one day to see Bam play with quick dudes, but yes. as of right now, yes. they yeah, don't they don't got quick dudes. You know, even the big three teams, I know that those teams like got out to run a lot, but for the most part, I mean they were like bottom of the league in pace because yeah. you know, Dwayne and LeBron, yeah, they're like, nah, man, we're gonna we're gonna work this ball up top. <laughs> Kind of take a couple of breathers. And Dwayne, you know, led the league in sweat. So he needed to, you know, kind of catch his breath a lot. I love you, Dwayne. I think I think to your to your point about Precious and Belly, right? I don't read much into Spoke going with um with Precious last night over Belly at all. I think Tip's right that um, you know, situational, you know, matchups are going to dictate for the most part um which which big and for who they're subbing in for. Um, yeah, Portland, smaller, quick, um, you know, not, not, not a, you know, a good game for, for belly defensively. Right. Right. So, and like you said, we need to know, um, that both of them can do the things that they're being asked to do against the lineups that they're asked to do them so that, you know, come playoff time, you know, we're not unsure or, you know, anything like that. So, um. And like you said, they need to be able to do it at the same time. But it's a tough stretch coming up, or like this, you know, this week is, is tough. I don't read much into precious. Tough for all of us. Let me it's say. tough for all of us, right? <laughs> um, I think you know that's maybe some uh, Spo maybe trying to pace his lines up, his lineups too. You know, trying to you know look ahead and make sure he's mm. having guys fresh. Um, there'll be when we have Denver. This uh, there'll be time for you know for Belly to play. So yeah. I don't do know. you think that? But I do gets think it against Phoenix. Oh, Precious is playing Probably. tomorrow. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody's yeah. Got, listen, Aiden's running up and down the court like a gazelle. That's a gazelle. They That's made a gazelle. yo, Aiden made them, they made Aiden look like Shaq. It was crazy. Like, I was so Chris mad. Chris Paul's making Aiden look like right. Shaq. That's Chris a point Paul guard, is doing baby. That. Just That's imagine, just imagine if we had like uh, a young Chris Paul throwing those lobs to Bam. I'll take an old Chris Paul. I'll, I'll take an old Chris Paul I'll too. I'll take a this Chris Paul. I'll take, <laughs> 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 I'll take State Chris Paul Farm. Last summer. I'll take State but Farm Uncle Chris Cliff, Paul right nigga, now. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Cliff? <laughs> How much I would help them? Their, their second most used action is Tyler Hero pick and roll. Imagine if that's all CP3. <laughs> Offense fixed. Yeah. Damn. I don't even want to think Mid-range about God, that. by the way. I know. My goodness gracious. What? His mid-range has been fucking unreal. Who, like Chris all is? year long. Yeah. And the uh, way late in games, he when he misses one, it. I'm surprised. He it's gets that release to, point. You can't speed him up. Yep. He gets to any spot he wants to at any time on any defender. It That's doesn't. It. He got the... Listen, sometimes... The game passes people by, and sometimes you get real old, and your game just becomes beautiful. His game yep. is old man beautiful right yep. now. When he, like he, that, the game has slowed down for him forever yeah. ago, and so yeah, you can't no for real. When Wake Forest, it was slow for him. <laughs> yeah, like Bam, a lot of his rawness. The the game the game hasn't slowed down for Bam yet. Chris, Chris Paul, like he like you said, masterful. Um, I just, I, I, Phoenix is going to be stand. a good game. I think, but I know Precious is playing tomorrow. Yeah. Precious I, I, is playing. I, I, he I, has to be able to move. Belly going to get blended. Yeah. <laughs> now they might want to get Aiden out of the paint because Aiden also looked like Gobert out there against them. He, he really affected a lot. And that, to me, that was the most, important. Yeah. I am, I, and we've had our conversations about what we think of DeAndre Aiden. Um, I know, but he really impressed me that game in terms like of his him. rim defense. I like him. I mean, he's still raw too. Yep. I, 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 I like him. He's he's raw. He just goes out there. He tries hard. He plays he also hard. Looks like he's forty. He, yeah, he does. He, he got does. old man face. He got old man face. Yeah. Like, yeah I was like, damn, you're, you're 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 younger than me. It's you the sure? cheeks. It's the cheeks. The cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> he looks very. He looks like he's very stressed about his budget all the time. No, I think that happened when he said, "We signed who." Chris Paul, damn. Now I got to go to the gym every day. He must be hard. I mean, I think like Chris and Jimmy are probably like, a, like you probably love playing with them, but they're also like a pain in the ass because you're like, oh, damn, I'm yeah. accountable for everything yeah. I lift. All right, real yeah. quick because we're running out of time. A lot of people asking about Deadman. Uh, that could be a night. I don't, I don't, I think, and I said this on Twitter, I think that they're going to kind of wait for Deadman to get in heat shape. Right. Uh, I don't think there's any rush. I think they have bodies right now. They have their three centers, and I don't think that there's going to be any rush to get an old guy out into sure. the court. They're going to get him in shape. Is he with the team right now? I don't. Is he traveling with them? Yeah, I thought yeah. I saw him like in the Portland shoot around photos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, you know, let's let's wait and see on him until you know he's 100 percent like ready. You know, you know how the Heat are. I wanted to close the show with Duncan. Um, and we talked a little bit about him at the top, but. I, you know, I really want to give him credit on both ends of the floor. And yesterday against Portland, their rotations were immaculate. Um, credit to him. And sometimes, like, he's going to get picked on. Uh, you know, guys like LeBron and Giannis and KD, uh, and it's going to look ugly in the playoffs. And they're going to hunt him. Yeah. And they're going to put him in isolation. And he's going to look like shit. And we all can't get mad. Although he did put the clamps on Melo last night. I know you guys saw that. <laughs> <laughs> and I love me most, so that was funny. Um, I think his defense has been legit solid. Like, he's not, you know, there are matchups that are going to fucking ruin him. But I think rotationally, positionally, and even on ball, I think he's held up. The shooting is back. He's hit three, three, at least three threes in every game since the deadline. Just like, I think we're at like nine or ten games since then. Yeah. He's been lights out uh, on offense. Lights out fucking out and tiff i you know you had said something a while ago that i thought about a lot and you said duncan's good but you know there'll be points where like a quarter and a half will go by and he doesn't hit a shot but he'll like end of the game with like four threes and you're just like oh look good game 60 percent shooting with you know whatever i think recently that's changed it has. and i think he's he's been you know it's not Sometimes it's like those home run hits, but it's very steady what mm -hmm. he does. 
And I think that has been absolutely huge for them. And they don't go in these huge droughts of offense because yep. he'll hit a shot and yep. he'll be like, okay, we have a little life. Right. It's not, we're not, you know, we're not, we're not losing water on right. the boat. And that's what I was saying to you. I was saying like, people would say, oh, he had 15 points. I said, but there was a whole 20 minutes there where he didn't even take a shot. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like, he, I think he also figured it out. Like, there's no rush. It's like get into your rhythm and just do what you do best, you know, do what you do best. So you get your shots up. And apparently now he's like the best cutter on the team because he's starting to look like it. Yep. You no, know? it's do what you do best. I, I, it was never that I was just kind of like, Oh, he's trash. He's this, he's that. But guess what? All he was doing was shooting. That's all he was doing last year was shooting. And it's like, at some point, Everything catches up to everybody. You've got to add things to your game. And he, more so than anyone on this team, has taken the biggest leap this season. Absolutely. By far. He's, that cutting he's added, his passing. I didn't know he could dribble. He's dribbling. No, I he's, know he could dunk. He's, he's dunking, dunking baseline. Exact dunking, dunking. So right. it's <laughs> you know, so, I, I tweeted this out of the Hebrew account. I forgot that. In Wade's last game, he threw Duncan the a lob. lob that Duncan threw down. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember that shit at all. Yeah. No, he's been, like I said, he's the most Skinny improved dunk. player on this team. Like, hands down. He's the most improved player on this team. And he, his defense has picked up tremendously, and he just tries on defense. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, all right, yes, you're not stronger than LeBron. You're not quicker than LeBron. But damn. Just try. That's yeah. all you got to do. Move your feet. That's it. I don't mind the foul rate. I don't mind it. Because I, I think sometimes it gets frustrating because you're just like, motherfucker, stop fouling. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of times they're like early fouls and you're just like, God damn it. Like you're on a roll. Yeah. Uh, but to me, that just shows me that he's trying to be physical and getting guys jerseys. And you know what? I don't mind that. Yep. I yeah, think. He's Go ahead. Show Go ahead. Me. No, finish. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, for me, I think I've. I've there have been like little milestones, you know, along the season for me um, that I think, you know, have led or played like significant, you know, reasons to, to where we are now. Um, I put a lot of stock in Spo moving Tyler to the bench for it freeing up Tyler, but for me, it also freed up Duncan. Mm -hmm. I don't think he has to worry about, um, you know, not not that he was worried about Tyler's spacing, but like, you know, you have another dynamic score shooter. You kind of feel that like angst and wanting to like not overshoot, not overpass. Like, damn, I took six shots. He only took two. Um, but like just having Tyler and Duncan have be able to occupy different space has given them mm -hmm. both more space to occupy. And so I think that's taken, you know, some it's added to their, to their, to their game, but it's taken some, I think maybe for Duncan off mentally. And so, yeah, we've seen, um, so, so, okay, boom. So that was the first milestone for me. Right. And then the first streak, when we started to cut more and started to, you know, screen across the baseline for Kelly and, and for Duncan and the, the diagonal back screens, you know, up the lane, when we started to do more of those things, um, I think you saw Duncan's, you know, offense maybe take another leap. Um, and then, yeah, him just working on his his self, um, mm -hmm. adding to his game. It's it's difficult to add. Well, I don't know if you if you are committed to it, it, it isn't to add on to your game in season and to get better at things. If you commit to it and you want to do it, it's, it's not hard. And I he's been such a bright spot for me personally, um, his his defense like you said his positional defense has been much better he's his effort has been good so rebounding um, re yes. yep, yep yep rebounding he's, he understands that there's going to be a lot of times that he doesn't get the rebound but if he can keep the dude near him from getting it you know that's an assisted rebound like those things help um so he's recognizing when bam is boxing out and realizing that he needs to get to the ball yes, yes. i need bam to recognize that yes. he needs to get to at bam watch another rebound hit the just floor drop in front of him just bounce <laughs> like it's reading the letters on the bottom of the screen just roll by him like oh my god idris they, the ball. i think so many of their turnovers were a product of them not getting to the ball mm -hmm. them waiting for the ball which is like yeah. it feels like some weird dumbass entitlement that they had 
I don't know. They're a fucking weird team. Like they had a little bit of, yeah. I don't know. I'm glad yeah. that they got that shit out of them. They yeah. they fixed that problem. But yep. yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just. <laughs> no, you find know what you mean too by that little weird ass entitlement. Like no, go get like take the extra stuff. Meet the pass. Like what are you doing? Go. <laughs> Stop letting just Please. come here, ball. No, go get the ball. Other people want that same ball. <laughs> I that that was like it was like it's it, that was a pet peeve of mine all yeah. season. That just I'm I'm just very glad that that they fixed. I, you know, and as a specialist, I think that and I've, I I forgot who said this. It might have been Low. It might have been Kevin Artivitz. I don't remember who said this last season, but they said what the Heat do with guys is. They don't just, you know, maybe some teams would, would, would will take Duncan Robinson in and be like, okay, uh, you can shoot. We are going to, uh, we are going to make you, uh, that's all you're going to do, mm-hmm. right? You are an A shooter and we're going to keep you as an A shooter and we're going to kind of help around you. And what the Heat do is they take <laughs> an A shooter and make them an A plus shooter and then they round out his game. Right. They don't you know they don't put the cart before the horse they're like this is what your specialty is and we are going to hone it we are going to nurture it and we are going to make it better and we have a lot of history of them doing this and then credit to duncan for kind of improving after that yeah for kind of filling out the game he's never going to be an off the dribble threat like a legitimate right he's going to kind of find his spots where they overplay him like hell which i think he's shown Yep. And he'll attack that space when there helps everywhere and, and everyone's scrambled. Backdoor cutting is right. great. Right. The pocket pass is the there. overplay. Yep. Yep. He gotta get a little better at that. I think that I think Tyler too. Uh yep. there was a play yesterday in the Blazer game where they were running a side pick and roll, and Bam kind of got in right. He had an advantage, and Tyler noticed it as soon as the window closed. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of had to reset the offense. And like for me, if you're a young guard, that's kind of where right. the next kind of progression of your improvement goes. It's like not just anticipating, but like kind of seeing that vision. And once that starts clicking, I think that's just going to help Bam tremendously yeah. because he's such yeah. a relentless screener and mover. We don't talk about how much Bam moves off the ball. We talk about a lot of stuff, but you know, Duncan and Bam off the ball and Jimmy too. And Tyler. I mean, they they're yeah. just like a as a team relentless off-ball movers. Yeah. I still need Bam to settle into those soft spots sometimes. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like it's coming. totally like it's, it's yeah, coming. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think so the, I think so will um like you said Tyler and Duncan's progression as um maybe not necessarily ball handlers but as like play recognizers maybe. Right. right. Like seeing that there are options in the right. other things. Um, they're like, like I said, they, there's a lot of good with this team. There's a lot of bad. They're very strange. They have, you know, again, it's a grab bag of who's going to help. But I, I do think that, you know, following that Lakers loss, um, that I see, I call it a loss following that Lakers win. So no, and that's kind of the, we're, we're, we're about to close out, but you know, I was down on them. I was down on them and it felt good to see them, you know, after a performance that was a little so-so. Uh, that they come back and they have a really good game against a Blazer team. Grant's a second out of a back-to-back, but it doesn't matter. They beat a good team on the road yeah. when last year they were dog shit on the road. And they're going to play Phoenix again on the second night of a back-to-back. And, you know, it doesn't matter because we're going to hold them to the standard. They lost. They got their ass kicked by Charlotte when Charlotte was on. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, as long as these wins pile up, you know, the Eastern Conference is getting tough. Atlanta's looks to be legit. Like, they are a legit team under Nate McMillan that Trey young has suddenly found his floater again. And that offense is humming. Clint Capella is a legit, like all defensive team candidate. He has been phenomenal for them. And Gallinari after a really weird start to the season has been awesome. Lights out. Uh, Charlotte has not slowed down. We keep saying every show, well, eventually Charlotte has to fall off. Uh, they don't. And those, that team plays with an edge that, yes, you they know, do. I think it's fun to play. watch. Yeah. They're amazing, and those bridge, both those bridges, kids. I fucking love them. He They're came awesome. from back here. Oh my just, god! Yeah, detonated amazing. on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Celtics have quietly put together a seven or an eight and two stretch, mm-hmm. right? So all these teams, you know, have really, you know, kicked into high gear. Yeah. And the Heat, you know, they it's, got this win. It's that time they have a. Yeah, so yeah. it's going to be a fun way to close out the season. Uh, Siobhan, did you want to get into anything before we head out? Oh, no, I, I 
it's it's that time. <laughs> um, it's it's time to ramp up, and right. it's so it's so weird. Like I didn't. The Blazers game never felt like any type of worry to me. Even I know they didn't play well against LA, but they won, and I think that it's important that they won. Those are one of those games where you 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 get that win, like let's say in the playoffs, and you say you fuck, we got this win. We throwing this tape away. It, we, we're done with that. We got the win, right, but we're done right. with that, and we and we move on. So I'm I'm excited. I hope that they can piece it together, um, and we'll see. You know how what that cape feels like on Jimmy. Right. Listen, <laughs> you win by one. You win by twenty. Seventeen. It's a still free a throws. Beat who's in front. You beat whoever's in front of you, and you move on. That's yeah. it. They blew out a team, and it's been a while. I mean, they like kicked the Blazers' ass, they like did. thoroughly kicked the Blazers' ass. Yeah, and it felt did. good to they kick did. a team's ass. It's been a while. Listen, yeah. I, I like it. I like it. I hope we get more of that. Yeah. Um, if you are a podcast listener, I urge you again to touch out the Twitch feed. If you are a YouTube listener, because I don't, I don't talk about the YouTube viewership a lot. You know, uh, I love you. Subscribe to the channel if you're not. It helps us a lot. Uh, I don't think you understand how much work goes into this. This is, uh, you know, none of this is our full-time job, but I think we all treat it with a love and respect as if it was, uh, especially during this hell week of West Coast games. Uh, a subscription on the YouTube channel goes a long way to our Twitch subs. We love you. If you hit follow on Twitch, that helps us a lot as well. Um, and if you are a YouTube listener and you want to listen to the pod feed, let's say you're driving and you want to, you know, you're at the gym or whatever, you want to take to somewhere else. We are on Spotify. We are on, um, you know, Apple pod and all that stuff. So check us out. Miami heat beat over there. Part of the blue wire network. Uh, we are having lots of fun this season. This has been really great for us. If you've been following Heapy, we've been around for eight years and it's been really, really cool to kind of see what we've been doing this year on all our different platforms. So make sure that you're following us all there, that you listen the way that's most convenient to you. We want to give you as many options as you can. Uh, thanks to chat. We love you. Thanks to everybody. Uh, check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Miami Heapy. We are planning the next watch party. I think we might do it for next week. I was going to do it this week for the West Coast games, but I didn't want to kill y'all. So I'm trying, I'm trying to be nice to our patrons. Uh, we're going to set up our mailbag podcast next week as well. So if you want to kind of get in on that, where you guys, Ew. the patrons, pick the topics. You guys literally get to tell us what we talk about. So get in on that. And we're going to do two locker room sessions this week. I know we promised one yesterday, but it was a really late night. Come on, give us a break. We're going to do uh, locker room uh, on Wednesday following the game and on Thursday following the game. So Wednesday and Thursday morning, we're going to be live on locker room at 10 a.m. And if you haven't done that uh, so far, it's only for iOS. It's only for iOS. So sorry for Android users. Your your, your app is coming on the way. You might um, too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, get in on that. It's fun. You can talk to us. Uh, you can get in, give us takes. You can, you know, all you people in chat. Listen, Jeffrey saying that my takes are bad. Well, get in a locker room and tell me there. Like, you tell me my takes are bad. I, I give all the same bad takes over there. So uh, you can get in, <laughs> talk to us. It's really fun. Uh, it's usually Tiff, Alf and I, Siobhan. You know, we vibe in the morning, have our coffee. So enjoy us there. Uh, and I'm sorry for all this plugging, but, you know, I just want to I want to I want to let y'all in on all the offerings. Uh, we love y'all. And the uh, merch is back you. up. The right? merch is the up. The merch is back up. Get your drip drop shirt. Uh, courtesy of the designer extraordinaire Siobhan and Moose's incredible catchphrase. So <laughs> check out all the offerings. Uh, Store.miamiheatbeat.com. And uh, we have tons of new surprises coming up soon. So uh, keep uh, keep on our other platforms. Mm-hmm.